If you're looking for the steps to success, then you're in the right place. My name is Courtney Steven, and this is the Come Up Podcast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Come Up Podcast. It's your boy, Courtney Steven, here with another great episode, another great guest, and some more great information for you. And today, I'm here with my man from the West Coast, Krish Sidhu, who is the CEO of Sun God Construction, which is a land development and construction company based in British Columbia, and they focus on the commercial and high-end real estate projects. Yes, people, high-end, big dollars. In his time leading the company, Chris has done over $80 million worth of housing projects, so he definitely knows what he's talking about in that realm. And also... He's the CEO of Lighthammer Consulting Limited, which is a company that provides branding, marketing, fundraising, business development services, and the like for all their clients. So this guy definitely knows his stuff, and today we're going to try and get him to share a couple nuggets with us. But I'm more interested in hearing about this 35 years of martial arts right off the top. Chris, tell me about tell me about your background in martial arts, because that's even more exciting than all this business stuff to me. Thank you very much. So first of all, it's a pleasure, pleasure talking to you today, Courtney, and I really appreciate you having me on. Um, and, you know, martial arts always just been a passion of mine. Uh, it, in fact, today, as we're doing the interview, I got my Bruce Lee uh, <laughs> hoodie on right now. Oh, the master. Uh, repre- representing, representing, yeah. So, I mean, my history goes back quite a ways. So when I was, um, I'm 45 years old now. Uh, I started when I was about 10 uh, I've always been into sports, uh, soccer when I was young, volleyball, basketball, rugby, through high school and stuff. And then martial arts um, was always a, a base for me. So I got a, a secondary black belt in Taekwondo when I was uh, uh, trained from like 10 years old to 12 years old. And then um, more recently, in like from like 95 to 2005, I was studying a, a martial art called AOMATE, which is for Academy of Martial Arts and Inner Power. And it was basically 16 different styles in one. So um, all like the hand technique, leg technique stuff, but all like the Qigong stuff as well. So we were doing like Mm. crazy Shaolin temple, kind of like breaking wood with paper and running up the walls and all that cool stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun, man. It sounds like that scene in the Matrix where Neo first gets his power and he's got to fight Morpheus. I'm telling you, when the Matrix came out was like mid training for me. I'm like, I'm doing that tomorrow in the academy. So like, <laughs> literally, literally at the academy the next day, we set the mats up, and I did, you know, that corner run wall that Trinity does. Oh around yeah, the, oh yeah. Yeah, I was doing that corner, and I was like, okay, you guys spot me, and so I did like the the Neo run up the wall and the full layout back. Yeah, it was good times. That's hilarious, man. So I love it. I know martial arts is all about you know discipline and um, you know focus and intention uh, i'm sure that you've taken some of those kind of characteristics out of your practice in martial arts over the years and they kind of been ingrained into you as as an operator and an entrepreneur so what are some of the lessons that you think have transferred over from you know your sports background to your business background that's a great question i'm glad you brought it up like literally all of them like the the basis of martial arts is discipline respect patience confidence you need all of those in your life to have a successful life. Now, whether you're in business relationships, uh, personal relationships, friendship, friendship, it, it doesn't matter what you're going into. If you have that base, you have a recipe for success. 
So I'm very, very blessed that I've had like uh, a very strong sports background and martial arts background that, you know, for business stuff, you have your ups and downs and, you know, in life you have ups and downs and either it's with families or friends or, or, or romantic relationships and the confidence that you get. I think that's one of the main keys is the confidence, but for business, it's, it's having the discipline to stick with it and your stuff that you're doing with, with your business plan or riding through the waves of, of up and down. So I think, um, um, you know, it's the, the totality of what you get from, from martial arts and sports really, really helps in, in, in life outside of that. No, I could definitely agree uh, in my own experience with playing football. I know there's a lot of transferable skills and character traits because a lot of it is is who you are and what you're made out of which um you know directly correlates to the things that you do and the opportunities that you create for yourself so that that has me kind of curious like what was your first foray into the world of business like how did you you spoke about confidence like where Mm -hmm. did you find your first idea of i think i can make some money if i just connect Mm -hmm. these two dots that's a good question. So, you know, I was, um, had like a sports background, like I said, martial arts background, a little bit of entertainment as well. I used to perform and stuff, uh, a little bit of a music background too. So I was always kind of out there and I was very lucky that my confidence had always been very high. Um, and so that translated like my first like real job, I guess, other than, you know, I worked in retail here and there a little bit in a few stores, but I started with construction, like right on the construction site kind of at the time I was teaching and training uh, martial arts. And, you know, I learned from the ground up. I was in the, in the basements, digging the gravel and spreading the gravel, helping the framers, helping the electricians, you know. I would do the finishing moldings in the house. I was up carrying stacks uh, to the roofers up, uh, up on the top of the roof. So I really um, think that that's a real fundamental for people is getting kind of your hands dirty and getting that hard work and that, and that work ethic in. Um, really lays the foundation for you for me now, of course, running my own business and doing those things. Um, first of all, it creates a nice base for yourself. And that's, that's I think, where that hard work and discipline comes from. Um, that translates to the job. And then um, in that, you, you kind of respect yourself more because you've done all this work and you get respect from, you know, guys you work with now who are trades and things like that, who work with you. It's not, who's this guy just telling us what to do. They know you've put the kind of like the blood, sweat and tears into building that foundation for yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's how it translates over. Definitely. You build up that, that sweat equity. You have that social kind of uh presence when you've been with people who've seen you put in the hours seen you put in you know the losses sometimes you mess things up right you have to have people who've seen you overcome that and then they that'll definitely do something for your confidence i know um a lot of people especially a lot of young people they're not necessarily sure what they want to do but in your story it kind of almost seemed like which came first the chicken or the egg like were you just interested in construction first or and then you built your skills because you knew what you wanted to do or was that something that was available for you to try and you fell in love with it as you were doing it you know because a lot of people are having a hard time figuring what they want to do and it seems like you you found a path that works for you yeah so you know it was kind of it was kind of um brought on through like um through friends and family and one of my other bosses and stuff that, that the opportunity came around. Okay, let's go into construction. It was a good business decision at the time. And um, so just kind of 
it wasn't really a conscious choice. I want to do construction, but we just started doing it and it made sense and we were really good at it. And, and that's how kind of I rolled with it. Um, and at the same time, there was always a balance there because I love music. I love dance. I love all the, all the kind of like the art side. So I always had that kind of balance for me. Um, but overall, I think for myself, it's all about the hustle and the grind and how we can, you know, um, I love the, the, the thing about building. I love is that you can really get that sense of accomplishment when you've built something and you built the house and you see it finished and have people enjoy your finished product. There's a real sense of accomplishment there. Um, but I think, you know, people need to try a bunch of stuff. Like there's not maybe one thing that you're good at, or maybe there is, and you're doing something else and you don't know you're good at it yet and kind of follow where your passion lies. So, um, you know, I think, I think people kind of pigeonhole themselves in these days that, okay, I need to do this because my parents told me to, or because, you know, uh, this industry is, is growing, so I should get into this, but it might not be what they're passionate about. And, and in the long run, that doesn't lead to a, health, uh, a happy life. No, that's for sure. You're not going to be fulfilled if you're just chasing that uh, quick dollar or the latest trend. Exactly. So you had made a, a migration. I mean, actually, I don't know if you can consider it that, um, but you started doing the business uh, consulting, the marketing. Uh, you you kind of switched lanes from being in the construction world to also being in, you know, in the office business side, like being indoors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, ba- balancing yeah, both. Yeah. So what kind of inspired that? What kind of uh, was it the same type of opportunity? It was just something that presented itself to you that you just seemed to be good at or did it grow out of necessity? Um, a, a bit of both, honestly. So I'm, I'm really more of an outside guy, I would say, like in the, in the, in the, in the field, working on the site, <laughs> um, being, being, yeah, I love getting my, like, listen, I'd rather do like shovel a pile of gravel than do paperwork. <laughs> like I'd, <laughs> I'd rather, I'd much rather do that. I get way more stressed having to do paperwork. So I'm very lucky that I have, I have good people around me and, and I have a good relationship with my sister who, who looks after a lot of that stuff for me. Our, our working relationship is uh, I make, I go make a mess and she cleans it up. So I have a good, a good support system around me for that. But, you know, transitioning out of ju- just construction to like the kind of the consulting company I have where it leaves me more flexible to do, look at other deals and, and, and look at other industries. I just really like the hustle of it, like making things happen, putting the deals together, creating the relationships and, and seeing how you can work with good people. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for hard work and just feeling accomplished, like being fulfilled. I think at the end of the day, that's what we're searching for. And you don't realize it until you start to get older that, you know, maybe you can make a lot of money or make a decent amount of money and still not quite be fulfilled. But when you're doing something that really gets you going and uh, keeps you motivated, it's a whole different type of gratification at the end of the all the labor. hundred percent. Totally. Courtney, I know, I know so many people who have millions of dollars in their bank account and they're the most miserable people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. Money, money is not like money helps, but if you don't have a healthy, happy life, the money just is, is almost a worse scenario because you have more problems because you have the money, you oh. know? So mm-hmm. that balance, that balance is really key. Like people say, you know, money, money makes you happy. And stuff. Listen, money is fantastic. I love having lots of money. I've made millions. I've also not had millions. I've lost millions too. Like I've been on both sides of the spectrum and I've been fortunate enough that with that confidence comes 
your happiness doesn't go away. You know, it's not related to the money. Um, money is a tool. And, and if you, if you use it properly, it can help you in the degree of happiness you have maybe, but it's not, it's not, it won't make you happy. There's, there's a ton of other stuff that you need to have balance on in your life that, that will give you that true happiness. That's, that's a huge point for sure. And you said something that really kind of uh, piqued my interest. You said money is a tool and being somebody who's, you know, operated multiple businesses, uh, you've got to have a certain financial IQ to really, you know, take that. Don't, no one wants to just work hard and at the end of the day have nothing to show for it. But to be able to take one dollar right. and make two dollars, you have to have a certain financial <clears throat> IQ. So are there any things that you, in your experience, would consider absolute fundamentals that every young entrepreneur has to know? or like certain priorities to always think about first or um, just perspectives or approaches to like dealing with becoming profitable as like a young entrepreneur with an idea. Right. So, so some good basics are this, have a good lawyer, have a good accountant. And before you start anything, plan it out, like have a business plan. And if you don't know how to do one kind of ask around or kind of get a template or put your ideas on paper and, and those are three fundamentals, I think, that, that you need to have to start a successful business. Mm-hmm. Um, how, I, how I relate to it is, is if you're building a house and your foundation isn't any good, you can only build so high before the whole thing is going to fall down. Right. So if you have cracks in your foundation, so if you build your strong foundation, this comes from martial arts discipline to build your foundation first, all your details first, and get that set then it's kind of sky's the limit to how far you want to go. So I would say those three are, are like really key basic points to do, whether you're whatever industry you're in, you can find industry specific um, legal uh, industry specific accounting and, and then have your business plan laid out and you don't necessarily have to know everything on your, in your business plan, like to know everything about your business, but you have to have an idea. You have to have kind of some sort of base of, where you want to go and what you want to do and you can make mistakes and learn along the way that's cool but have your foundation set first chris do you use um some kind of plan to guide your life the same way how you guide your business like not necessarily a business plan for your life but do you set goals and and things like that i do you know i i I preach to myself more than i you know i have to learn from myself a little more i always say put pen to paper and kind of write stuff on the wall and 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 if you write it out and keep it more visual for you i think that really helps with accomplishing those goals um you know one quick example i can tell you quick i was doing a with a medical technology company we're doing a trade mission overseas to india with it and we needed to get the premier's office on board because they were doing the trade mission we had to align all this stuff so long story short, I, I wrote all the stuff down on the board of what needed to happen, which was a, a ton of stuff. And within two phone calls, I had the premier on the phone. Wow. Within three, within three phone calls, I had our trip set up. Um, long story short is we w- went to India, very successful trip. And in the, in the premier's speech at the Canadian High Council, she was naming me and talking about me as one of the examples in her speech to the whole crowd of the Indian and Canadian delegation there. Wow. So that's just like one small example of, of putting kind of pen to paper and planning out your stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that, that's um, uh, as far as goals and stuff go, that, that's been really helpful for me. 
No, totally, because those are things like you don't just dial up the premier of, of the province and just be like, hey, by the way, um, <laughs> I need a favor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You have to have a plan of attack and, you know, relationships help and all that stuff. You know, I've been very fortunate to have good relationships and foster good relationships in my life and keep those solid. So, mm-hmm. you know, those always come in handy when you need to make a couple calls. You're like, hey, buddy, <laughs> how are you? get the hookups going and away we go right how has building your own personal brand uh related to your ability to network and build those relationships those key partnerships you know it's it's been interesting so I, i've been working on it for the last couple of years but a year and a half now and it's really really helped i think this is the way things are going now with digital and social media um you know people look at who you are by searching your your instagram and facebook and your linkedin that's how they see who who you are people hardly use resumes anymore and um you know even on a website you can kind of put nice stuff on there but they really look at your social to see who and what you're doing so i think that um you know building the brand has has certainly helped i put time and effort and money into it um you know creating the content and really like like doing stuff like this with you i i mean it, it helps um i've been fortunate enough to you know i'm working with a lot of celebrities in the music and, and, and film and, and movies and, and uh, sports athletes and having that personal brand um, on the, on a general, when they look at me and look at what I'm doing uh, has more relatability right away and, and brings that credibility in where normally it'd be like, well, who's this guy? And he's kind of nowhere, nowhere to be seen or found. Mm-hmm. So I think it really, really helps to build your personal brand right now. Oh, absolutely. Give some some uh, homework for people when they can go back and 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 look up your old content and see the things that you've been talking about for a long time. Just validate, you know, the person who they met in the flesh in the moment. Hundred percent. Yeah. Picture speaks a thousand words. That's an old saying, but really holds true, especially in today's medium with uh, all our digital and social. We're doing that right picture. You with the right person, with the right quote and all that stuff Mm -hmm. really makes a difference. I found. Absolutely. And I think really uh, carving out a niche for yourself, too, can help um, make you more memorable. I know working with some of some of my friends uh, who are also entrepreneurs, they, they challenge me to try and capture like a value proposition almost for yourself so that you could quickly explain who you are and what you do. You know, like, yep. My name is Courtney Steven. I'm a leadership development coach for high school students. I could say that like very quickly, you know what I'm here to do or in the context of the conversation perhaps is relevant. And then you can, you know, start the relationship from there or move on to something that might be more appropriate. Courtney life is sales. That's it you got to be able to sell yourself or whatever product or whatever service or whatever, you know, when you're introducing yourself to somebody, you're selling yourself to them. That's how you have to look at it. So how is this person after meeting me going to feel and interpret of who I am as a person? You're selling yourself. So to be able to, like you just said, explain that quickly to somebody, make that first impression properly, give them that feeling that of who you are as that person and what you do is very very important. Mm-hmm. Couldn't couldn't be overstated for sure. So uh, I got I got a few more questions for you, but these are yes sir. These are kind of uh, a little bit all over the place, but we'll it'll be good. So yeah, we're talking. All. Let me know what is a good book that you've read lately. The latest one I read um, that I love is Shoe Dog. 
um, mm. by Phil, with Phil Knight, so the, the uh, creator of Nike. And that story is just, it's, it's phenomenal. First of all, I'm a Nike fan. I'm a Jordan, I'm a Jordan guy. So that's, those are my brands that I love. But um, the book is phenomenal for any businessman who, who, who is struggling or an entrepreneur who's struggling or is going through ups and downs, read Shoe Duck. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my God, man, this... <laughs> like you see what, you see what he went through? Dude, oh crazy, man, the, the storytelling in that book is crazy. He travels the whole world, sees so Incredible. much and it's just, yeah, yeah, it's definitely folklore. Yeah, I found it really inspirational. Absolutely. All right. So um, what are some of the strategies that you have used to build your uh, personal brand? Uh, you know, it's all about content. Content creation is great, but not just any content. It has to be relatable and it has to be, it has to be exciting. Like, like anybody in their dog could just do a post. Okay. But, and talk about whatever, but how are you making it exciting? How are you making it relatable? Is what you're talking about relevant to today's market or today's, um, you know, with the Me Too movement or with the Black Lives Matter movement or with, with whatever movement that you want to relate to, how is it relatable? So um, content creation is the key for brand building and making it kind of the look and feel. You got to know what you want to do and, and, and kind of follow those guidelines. And if you don't know what you want to do, look and find people that inspire you and model yourself off of that and just keep pumping content out. And, and one key for me that I had to learn right up front, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I love, you know, nice clean lines and yep. straight things and everything. Oh, you know, I love perfection on things. And uh, I think that comes from my build, building background. I'm always like making sure like the angles are always straight and stuff, but, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you just need to get the content out there. You can have some that's like kind of a little dirty and on the run and a little like shaky camera and stuff. And then you can have other stuff where it's more professionally done the sit down stuff. A mix of both is I think a really nice touch. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So everybody who we bring on this show is they're significant people. They're people where if the world was missing them, we would notice because they got superpowers and they're flying around saving people, not flying in the sky, but flying around the highways of life and just delivering immense value. Okay. So enough with the buildup. I want to, <laughs> I want to know what is your superpower? Okay. So, so mine's a, a bit of a duel. Mine is that I'm very blessed to, uh, to have 100% confidence. Mm -hmm. That's like the key to everything. And I preach this time and time again, confidence is the key to a happy, healthy life. And, you know, a lot, a lot of the world's issues like abuse and bullying and, and, you know, fighting and all these kinds of things come from lack of confidence and people having to prove themselves or make somebody feel bad to make them feel good, all those kinds of things. So, I'm, I'm very, very blessed to, to and I, again, comes from a lot of hard work in my martial arts training to be 100% confident. And that doesn't mean I know everything. And, and what it does mean is that actually I'm very, very humble. And when I don't know something, I can say, listen, I don't know and not feel bad about it. So that's, I think, one of my main ones is confidence. The other one is kindness. Uh, I have a very, very big heart. I'm a very strong guy, but uh, on the outside, but a very soft heart. And uh, compassion and kindness, I think, is, uh, is um, I think, a really strong superpower. And what, what 
the world needs more of these days. Oh man, I couldn't agree more. That's 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 awesome, man. That's great. So about to wrap this up here, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of leave a parting word for any uh, you know, anybody who's like us listening, you know, maybe an athlete, maybe an artist, maybe a, a young professional to be or a old professional entrepreneur, whoever it may be who's listening. Um, what kind of advice you got for them? So this one sounds interesting, but but it's a, it's a good one for everyone. I always say be selfish. <laughs> so and how I explain it is this. If you're not okay and you're not healthy and happy, you're no good to anybody else. Or you'll be good for a certain amount of time and then that's it. So I say be selfish. And what that means is look after yourself first. Make sure you're good. Make sure you're healthy. Make sure you're happy. And, you know, if you're not like a very bad person and stuff and be selfish means like you're taking advantage of other people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying make sure that you're looking after yourself first. That way you can be a help to all the people around of you without um, hurting yourself first. I, I, went, I went through many years of my life looking after everybody else before looking after myself. And I got very burnt out and, you know, depression and all those kinds of negative things. And then I jumped back and took a look at it. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to switch this up. I got to look after myself first. Forget everybody else. I don't care who, who they are. Friends, family, forget everybody. Look after myself first. And then my nature is very kind and giving and already, then I was able to take care of everybody else a lot better and for more and more long-term. So I think that, you know, in any dynamic athletes, professional athletes, musicians, artists, high level entrepreneurs, you have to look after yourself first. I know like you as being a professional athlete, if you're not 100%, you're you're no good to your team. Mm -hmm. You're no good to yourself or to your team. So if you're a hundred percent, you'd be selfish for yourself. You look after everybody else and, yeah, all the time. Hey, wise words you guys could take to the bank. This has been another episode of the Come Up Podcast where hopefully you've been enlightened. Um, where can the people connect with you? I think the best is my Instagram's really good. Uh, my IG is KrishSidhu23. So that's K-R-I-S-H-S-I-D-H-U-23. And that'll link you to my Facebook and all that kind of stuff. But the IG is where I put most of the content out. And it'll, you know, you can search me on YouTube and all those things. But I think IG is the biggest one. All right. Awesome. We'll definitely tag that up in the show notes. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you probably just scroll down right there on your phone and click. Check my man out. I really appreciate you taking the time for this call. I know we're about three time zones apart. It took a little bit to coordinate it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm glad we did it, though. Glad oh, we did it. Awesome, man. It was definitely worth the wait. So, um, thank you very much, party people. Make sure you guys keep working hard and uh, chasing those dreams. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Come Up Podcast. Now, we made it. We're here. We're at the end. That means you were either too lazy to turn this thing off, or you actually got something valuable out of this episode. So, that being the case. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Whether you're on Stitcher, Google Play, or iTunes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. When you do your thing, that helps us do our thing. We could just keep this whole thing rolling. So, the C. Stevens signing off. For me, Jimmy, and the rest of Team TCU, keep grinding. We'll see you guys next time.